You're listening to The Preppy Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia May Marish, and I'll be interviewing the brands, businesses, and influencers who are keeping the modern preppy lifestyle alive. Each Tuesday, I'll bring you a new episode, but if you're craving more preppy, then shop the merch at thepreppypodcast.com and follow at The Preppy Podcast on social media. Today's episode is with Julianne of Bunny Bradley Designs. I've met Julianne a few times at market and she is just so sweet and kind and her cosmetic bags are truly beautiful if you appreciate design and interiors like I do. We talk all about how she started in the design world and then how she came up with Bunny Bradley Designs, which she's doing today. So I hope you enjoy and have a good listen. All right. So why don't you let everyone know who you are, where you live and what you do? Hi, well, I'm I'm Benny Bradley. Um, Benny is my grandmother name. That's what my grandbabies call me. And then it kind of caught on with the family and friends. And then everyone started calling me Benny. So um, I'm Benny. <laughs> so I like I'm maybe everyone's grandmother. Um, I live in Texas. I live in Fredericksburg, Texas. It's a charming, charming, uh, what we call hill country town. We don't have mountains. Well, we do in West Texas, but not in Central. We have beautiful hill country and um we, I live in a just a charming German town it's been written up in southern living and people have ranches and farms and and um it's just pretty and we love living here that's awesome so now tell me about growing up are you you're from Texas born and raised I, and- I am a born and raised native Texan uh born in San Antonio to native Houstonians um, so I lived in San Antonio for just a little while, and then my dad's company transferred him back to Houston. So grew up in the big city of Houston. Love Houston has my heart. That's where I'm. I'm, you know, I'm from really, and um, so we we love it there. But it was always our goal to um, retire here in the hill country, as many many Houstonians do. So um, that's yeah, that's native Texan, and. Uh, very so mm-hmm. tell me a little bit about growing up then were you entrepreneurial were you into style and design like mm-hmm. did you have someone in the family that was an entrepreneur and that kind of inspired you or talk to me about what you were like as a kid growing up well I I do I come by it very naturally um uh, my dad owned um shoe stores and he oh. designed men's shoes um and uh, at one point he helped try boot free brand that logo wow. is is that logo that you see today designed by my dad. Um, and so he, but he owned um, men's shoe stores in Houston. And then on my, my mom's side, my grandparents um, owned a Christmas manufacturing company. So they manufactured Christmas decor for small and large towns. So many that you see today are, were made um, in, in Houston by, um, by my grandparents' company. And it, and they also decorated huge office buildings. They did office building decor, that sort of thing. So they had two companies. One was an installation company run by my uncle. And then one was uh, the manufacturing run by my grandfather and my uncle. So, um, I, yes, I come by it very naturally. And I have a, you know, like, like the, the Who's, I have a deep love of Christmas. 
I love that. That's so funny. And that's awesome that you, you know, got to witness so many entrepreneurs then growing up and be around that. I'm sure that inspired you to what you do today a little. It's it's just kind of what we did, you know, and everyone would pitch in. I mean, I remember going and, you know, stuffing mailers at my, at the Christmas company. And of course, always um, at the shoe stores um, with my dad on the weekends, we would be down there and um, sometimes my dad would let me just not go to school and go to the store with him. Oh. It was a very exciting day. And, you know, we got to go to lunch and shopping. But so, but I always helped him design the windows and, and that sort of thing. He was, my dad was super creative. And um, so he would teach me how he did this. And then he, of course, went to markets um, and I would go with him. So I, I've just grown up in this in this business. That's, That's yeah. great experience. So yeah. Yeah. now then tell me about when it came time for college. Like, did you go and where and what did you study? If so, was it something to do with design or entrepreneurship? I actually, um, I actually went to a small school in, in Houston called the University of St. Thomas. Okay. And I went away to a large university. It wasn't for me. I'd gone to a smaller high school. I was used to being, you know, known. I have, you know, in class, <laughs> if you're entrepreneurial, you really need somebody to catch your attention because, um, and, and know you to go for me anyway, to go yeah. to class. I really needed somebody to know me. So I went to um, University of St. Thomas and I lived on campus and I, I loved it. And it was a great school that I studied business because that's, you know, that's that's what they had and that's what I did. But um, all the while I had a part-time job working for a haute couture uh, clothing store called Isabel Gerhardt in oh. Houston. She was very, very famous social um, socialite that um, just had beautiful three beautiful stores and um i basically i back in that time i worked there part-time and i I, nowadays i'd probably be called an intern and it was a it was a great experience because they let me do everything and when i say everything i mean i learned a lot how to do an ad for the for the paper i learned um they took me to markets they took me to paris they took me to new york um they yeah they were fabulous people um and so um, I and they let me do all the windows of all three of their stores. So I did window design and just, you know, anything that I wanted to do, they were just sure do it, you know. And so it was it was just a really wonderful experience. I met Bill Blast, um, Oscar, all the greats came to, to Isabel's store because she was the deal. And um, and so I got to meet pretty much every famous designer back in the, you know, 80s that you can think of and it was just a wonderful experience and oh uh, my gosh that yeah. is so cool I am so jealous that you <laughs> met all of the designers and how cool is it you went to Paris oh, that sounds like such an amazing they, experience they took, us, they took us everywhere and so it was it was super super it was a great experience and I also had a um wonderful um uh, met, you know mentor there who was um, she had a design degree from University of Houston and she managed the stores and I learned so much from her, her name's Diana Witt and she was an amazing manager, amazing teacher, amazing mentor. So I just had a whole group, Leonard Rutan. He then went on to own his own store in Houston, fairly famous man. And he just guided me too. And so I just got to learn a lot and it was just super, super fun. That's 
so oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, you can't you can't get better experience than that. So yeah, it was just that great time. Um, it, you know, in the eighties, kind of it was just there was just a kind of a period of time there that it was you know it was kind of a great period of time. It was exciting. So. Definitely. So now then, af- what did you do after you left there? Like, because you started there, was it in college or right after college? In so college, what was next? I was there all through college, all through college. And after that, I went to work for, um, I became a sales rep for a multi-line showroom called Daughtry Monet. And um, they owned a showroom in Atlanta at, at America's Mart. And then they owned one in Dallas. And I became um, a, a, a sales rep there. And I loved it. I loved meeting the customers. I, I, we repped Random House. So I got to work really closely with Random House and see you multi-line showrooms. You rep, you know, multitude of different um, brands and it could be a big brand like Random House or we had US Acrylic, which was big back or Tervis Tumblers. Um, Back in the day when Tervis just got their start, we repped them. And so we'd go to all the small stores and sell and you'd go to market. And, and it was very natural for me because I'd grown up going to, to market. And then um, then I got an opportunity to uh, go to work for Department 56, which is a huge Christmas company. Um, and they were owned um, by Ed, Ed Bazinet was the founder. He's since passed away. But I got to work there during magic time when in 56 has all the lighted villages. But then they also have they had beautiful general Christmas. And it was pretty much a Christmas girl's dream come true job. Um, I competed against pretty much 150 people for that job and, um, and got it. So it was a very coveted position to have. And um, it was, it was probably one of the most wonderful experiences I've ever had in my career working with uh, the creatives there, the creative geniuses there uh, were just amazing. And again, it was an amazing time. It's now owned by UNESCO. It's not so amazing as it was. <laughs> Sorry. But anyway, but it's, um, you know, and Ed has, uh, sadly, he's passed away. But there's so many, okay, the people that came from there, David Dewey, who has, he owns 180 Degrees, which um, he's such a talented person. Uh, I think Glitterville got his start there. Oh. Um, so many so many great people, artists, got their start there, and I was the Houston sales rep. But it was just an amazing, amazing experience and time, and learning from so many uh, really, really creative, talented people, and then you know, super, super smart business people. And so there was just an, a, a again, I got to be at a, in a there at a magical point in a magical time, and it was a lot of fun. Wow. So now before we talk about Bunny Bradley, the brand, did you have another brand that you started before this one? Is that correct? Or I, I did. After I left Department 56, well, I went to work for another huge brand, but it was really not my thing, but it was at a again at another kind of magical time. I went to work for Beanie Babies for Ty. And um, yeah, so if you can imagine during during the craze, yeah, <laughs> but it was it was great. It was very lucrative, and so because of that, I was able to start my own um, handbag cosmetic bag line called Jewels and Company, and um, I owned that from mm, 1998 until 2005, and I just kind of sold it off in pieces and retired in 2000. Back in 2004, 2005, what hadn't what was left in manufacturing here 
went to China and 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 then kind of the rest of everything the manufacturing went overseas and kind of uh, you know people their prices cut their slash their prices that sort of thing it made it it made it kind of difficult for a small a small brand and um, so we um, just decided I just decided to take a break I had worked very hard my whole career and my girls were. Um, going off to college and getting married and have two girls six years apart. So really wanted to, you know, kind of stay at home for a little while. So I did. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So now let's talk about Bunny Bradley, the brand. When and why did you decide to start it? Well, let's see. So the girls were, um, you know, uh, married and uh, settled and I'm a grandmother and I just kind of, I've always wanted to go back and do something again. And I'm mm-hmm. super creative. And and in lieu of me at every season upending my entire house and redoing it, which I, which I do. And, you know, and my husband will come home and go, oh, okay, so this is, this is good. Um, you know, <laughs> um, and, and really kind of going over the top. I, I just, I needed a creative outlet. I'm, yeah. crea- I'm a creative person I need a creative outlet and I'm kind of like if you've never seen Julie uh Julie and Julia child the move that movie Mm -hmm. where she tries everything she joins every club she tries you know this that and then she finds her passion so my passion has always been design designing product designing and um you know and if you are that person you just have to do it so yeah. my husband looked at me and he said, do you want to start your business again? And I said, I really do. And he said, go for it. You should totally do it. So, I mean, so here I, here I am, two years ago started. And, um, you know, here, here so we are. So how did you get to bags then? Um, like travel and cosmetic bags and you even have some handbags. Like why did you pick bags? Why? Because I'm, I'm really, okay, I'm passionate. I love gorgeous upholstery fabric. Like mm-hmm. love it, love it. Okay, so you can only have so many and I just love so many so I'm passionate about that and I'm passionate about American-made construction not that anything made anywhere else isn't it's great but I I saw an opportunity to bring back some that small mills and manufacturing facilities are starting to open up again and come back and I've been watching things I've been watching things and the way things are coming back and um so I'm passionate about bringing a little manufacturing back. My dad, um, back in the day, there was a huge, uh, all the shoes were manufactured uh, up in the East Coast. Um, mm-hmm. And so up in Boston, Maine, uh, tons of men's shoes, women's shoes, all, and all that manufacturing went away. If you go down to North Carolina, all the fabric mills, all that went away in the 90s. You just, yeah. It just went away. And so, and then uh, there was a huge apparel um, manufacturing in Dallas and then in Los Angeles as well. And that had kind of gone away. And I really saw an opportunity to help bring some of this manufacturing back. And we can't lose all of our technology where, and all of our craftspeople. I mean, sewing and doing soft goods apparel, and that's it's an art, it's a craft. And I'm kind of passionate and are making shoe, beautiful shoes. That's a craft. Um, it's an it's an artistry. And if you have somebody who is really great at that, I mean, when you lay out, I'm 
I'm fascinated. I'm like the kid on who loved Mr. Rogers when he went to the factories and showed you how everything was made. I'm very passionate about how things are made and constructed. And I like well-constructed, well-manufactured product and, yeah. and, and, and things that are, are really beautifully made that, that, you know, yes, we, we make a lot of product and we're ramping up and, but it's still all done by hand. It's mm-hmm. still hand cut. It's still, I mean, yes, there's machineries and that sort of thing, but it's, it's done in a, in a special way. And that, yeah. that here in, in, we don't want to lose all of that here because as we found out, right. Uh, yeah. If we can't get things, if something happens and we can't get things, um, you know, that's, that's a difficult. So I try to source everything. Our zippers are made in Georgia. All of my fabric oh, is wow. made in America. Um, the only thing I have to get from overseas is my label because that manufacturing is totally left America. If anybody uh, is making uh, my kind of label, which I don't think they are because I have sourced everything. Um, and But I'm, I'm still looking if there was somebody who did could make my label or my little bunny. I would be interested. Yeah. So, I, you know, I think it's a, um, a good thing to keep these, these a section of this alive. I'm not opposed to, you know, things overseas. I'm not opposed to that at all. I just think I'm just passionate about keeping some of it going here. I love that. And, you know, I, I too think I'd rather spend a little bit more just to know it's made here and it's well-crafted. Um, that that's so, I mean, genius about, you know, the shortages. And then if we can't make it here, there's some issues, which obviously. And, And here's the thing too, like, um, our our manufacturing facility is we employ people from all walks of life which is so exciting currently we have two sewers we just got to bring on another one because business has been growing and good and that's thank everyone um it's so exciting but we we just hired another um we have one our cutter is from afghan and he helped the soldiers he's been here five years five married five children and then um and then we just brought another um, Afghan refugee on. They they are sewers. People, men in El Salvador are, and women are very good sewers as well. Um, and so we have people who have moved here, um, become citizens or trying to become citizens. And we employ them. We have people from Vietnam. We have people from all over who work. Uh, we have, you know, people who are born right here in America and are sewers. And so it's, um, you know, it's just, I call it, you know, our little United Nations and they're great, wonderful, they're great, wonderful people. They need their jobs. Um, they're grateful when we, I mean, they're so excited when I bring them a big order, they're just thrilled and um, they love, they're passionate about what they do. Cutting, when you lay out all the fabrics and you do a cut, it's an art form, especially if we have a printed, like our new madcap mm-hmm. Um to get things just centered so you have the best part of the pattern, all of that is an art. And yep. I and I love it. I um and I love how excited my uh, my group gets when they're, you know, when they make the product. They're so proud of their work and and I'm so proud to design it and have them manufacture it. So um, you know, so that's I, I feel like we're doing a little a little good. A little yeah. good. I yeah. love that, that you're, you yeah. know, supporting these people and giving jobs and also yes. just recognizing skills that, yes. you know, this. 
and it's important. I, I feel like it's important. It's our heritage to keep some of these skills here and going and, you know, passing it down back in the day that if you worked at the shoe factory, those jobs were coveted and they were passed down, especially in the mills. And then it seems like, you know, we need to value that that kind of work, and, and because it's it's important, and it's a it's a it's a not easy. It's a hard skill. It's just like I think in Texas, we all decided to value our plumbers last year after our horrible freeze. You know, and there were skills like that that we you know we need these people. Yeah. And um, so I I feel like I'm you know doing my little part. So now for anyone listening who's not familiar with Bunny Bradley, the brand, um, how would you describe it? And like talk a little bit about some of the products you offer then. Well, um, we I manufacture beautiful, what I think are beautiful travel bags, cosmetic bags, and things to make your life, you know, simple, more organized, but yet beautiful. I, I love when I unpack my suitcase and I feel like I've brought a little bit of home, you know, yeah. you're... I, I like to pick a fabric that kind of looks like somebody's home and will they open it and they think, Oh, I've brought a little piece of home with me, or I brought this beautiful thing or, you know, Oh, I'm going to Palm beach and I want my luggage to match. And yes, that's a, you know, that's a, a luxury. Clearly it is, but, um, but it's a fun luxury. It's a beautiful luxury. And we line everything with a heavy gauge plastics that won't crack or tear and our Marine grade Vinyl is also made here in America. And so you're going to get quality. Our, our bags can be hand washed and just soapy, you know, like dishwater, dish, uh, dish soap and warm water, or cool water and um, laid flat to dry. So the last 20 years, uh, because of the heavy gauge, gauge plastic and because of our construction, I, I know because of my previous company that the last 20 years. So I'm just passionate about doing something to make your life easier, more organized, prettier. So you, you know, when you unpack your suitcase, it feels, I, I love going into the bathroom at the hotel and seeing, you know, the pretty upholstery fabrics. It just, I don't know, it livens up the, the, you know, it just livens it up. It's pretty, it's organized. And so I've kind of created a little system that you can, you know, fold up our Hattie Long fold up and put it on our Tiffy train case, line up two of our uh, Marin, you know, large cosmetic bags, and you're good to go. You've got everything you need. It zips up, put it folds flat in your suitcase, and you get it out, and it, you, know, you take it out, and it's you've brought some pretty from home, and I like that. I'm so excited to pack for the Southern Sea with my Bunny Bradley pieces. So that this is making me even more excited. <laughs> okay. Oh, that makes it makes me happy. It makes me so happy. I uh, there's nothing more thrilling to me that uh, the fact that and honored. I'm so honored that people want to purchase. You know what I've done. It, it's it's just it, it's an I feel honored, like humbled and honored. I'm like oh my gosh, somebody actually you know likes what I do. Use and then they use it on a daily basis, and I yeah. just and I feel like oh a little piece of me is with them, and it's. The one thing I love, or not the one, there's so many things I love about being back in this. I've made so many, like you, I've made so many wonderful people I consider friends. And I mean, I, I just, I love it. All my customers are my friends. And the, the, the group, the people, the followers, the people that I've on Instagram are, to me, the most wonderful people I've met. And, and, and it's just a warm group of women and men who are supportive, creative, fun. And it's, it's amazing. I'm, I'm, I love it every day. And I, I've met so many people and I, 
I have this wonderful group and we, we support each other. We, we pray for one another. We, you know, it's yep. just, I've made so many wonderful friends and it's just been amazing. I yeah. love that. No, it's definitely a little community and it we is. find people like you. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a great community and it's, yep. it's so fun. I, I've not had one, you know, bad experience. I've just had, you know, a lot of, you know, but what I think are just really special friendships that are, and I haven't met some of them yet. Some of them I've gotten to meet at market. And some of them I haven't met, but I hope to meet, you know, I actually, yeah, they're your I virtual have, friends. Right, my <laughs> virtual friends, I hope to meet them. And I, and I feel like, the, you know, we really know each other very well. So it's, mm-hmm. it's been, it's been fun. It's just so much fun. I love it. So what would you say has been your biggest marketing? <laughs> my biggest, my, I think my biggest marketing tool really, I mean, Instagram, uh, you know, connecting with these influencers. Um, I, I really do think that that is, that's where we've gone. That's where we've marketed. We started on, I saw Instagram and, you know, that's where I thought I needed to be. So I really think that Instagram, Facebook, that's, that's kind of been my biggest marketing tool so far. Definitely. And what would you say has been your greatest success or what you're most proud of it like is it this community that you sort of fostered or is it now that you're back you know doing something you're passionate about or what what would you say is your greatest success or something you're really happy with with the business with the with the business um because greatest success is my 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 cute grandbaby my my family but um my sweet husband um but i think the greatest success is just um i think the thing that i'm most proud of is is Yes, this fun community of friends that we've built, the core people that I that started following me and buying and um, and are still buying, still supporting, still the fact that you know you sell to a store and it sells and you get the reorders and it's because you get nervous, you're nervous, you're like get a market, and you're like, okay, did they sell it? And yes, they did, and it's great when they come back and go, oh, we sold, you know, out, and we need to reorder. That's amazing to me and. Um, you know, and this, I guess the whole community the, of followers have been, like I said, so supportive, so wonderful. And then, you know, I think the other greatest success is it's not easy to manufacture here. And so just to, um, you know, pull it all together and have it come together and have it, I think really my biggest challenge is also my biggest success, which is, you know, keeping, you know, making sure you have everything to you know, cut and, you know, having everything come at the same time. It's like when you're making a, uh, when you're doing a dinner party and you're trying to get everything ready and on the table, at the, you know, at the correct time, it's the same thing with manufacturing. It's all got to come together at the same time. The zipper has to come in, the fabric has to come in, the plastic, the labels, it's all got to be there so we can do it. And that's a challenge. So, I mean, that's my, probably my greatest challenge, especially during this COVID where we, you know, we do have had to wait on labels um, and, and that sort of thing that, so I think my greatest success is also my greatest challenge is getting everything there in time to get it cut, get it made and get it shipped out the door. So, but it's, it's fun. It keeps me going. (laughs) It's definitely a lot of balancing, right? (laughs) Right. It's a, it's a huge, you're, you're juggling all the time. So now where do you get inspiration or who is well, you know, I get inspiration from all over. Um, I'm I'm constantly, you know, looking. I don't I don't look at what other um, 
I, I will say, I don't, I never look at one another. There's so many travel bags and, and I don't look at that. I never look at that um, because I'm a creative and I want to be, and I will say that I want to say I own all my own patterns. These are all my own original designs. You might see those shapes, but you know, Benny's been around a long time. I'm like Santa Claus. I've been around a long time. So, <laughs> I, you know, back in back in 1998, I drew all my own patterns myself, cut them out, and I own them. They're out there now. They're out there, and it kind of makes me. I mean, it kind of makes me proud. I mean, it makes me proud a little bit. I'm like, oh, look at this person is using my pattern. They don't even know they're using my pattern, but guess what? That's my pattern. Oh my I gosh! I have a whole. I have my binder from 1998, and and theirs are my original. They're my original designs. So I think that is. Is a you know a fun a fun thing and I so I but I don't look at other people um because I don't think that's right or fair I might I may see it just because it clashes in an ad and but otherwise I don't follow that I don't look at it because that's that's but I get inspiration from looking at fabric I get inspiration from looking at fabulous magazines um, interior design magazines I really play a lot of off of interior design interior design trends. That's what I, I love interior design. I love, you know, beautiful homes. Um, and so I love looking at interior design and that, that inspires me. And I look at um, apparel designers because that's my, that's also my niche. So what, you know, what's the next trend in apparel? What's the next trend in interior design? If you look, those two worlds collide so often. It's a, it's great. So I look at that and I just look at the world around me. I mean, I get inspired from so many different things. My grandchildren, you know, I have Aww. a precocious five-year-old and she's, she's got great taste and <laughs> um, she does. And she inspires me a lot. So she, she has an opinion at five and she, uh, so it's just, it's fun. I get inspiration from a lot of uh, different places. That's so fun. That's adorable. I'm sure she's very creative. <laughs> <laughs> she actually is. So. <laughs> so since this is the preppy podcast, I always ask everyone, what does preppy mean to you? So how would you describe preppy? What does it mean to you? Oh, well, preppy, that's, I mean, that's, that's my day. That's back in Buddy's day, right? The preppy handbook came out and we followed it. I mean, I lived by the preppy handbook. I'm not going to lie. And, um, you know, I think I was probably the first in the late seventies. We used to buy the Ralph Lauren Oxford's from the little yep. boys department in Neiman's. And so um, I would, I would, cause they were less expensive. So you could go into Neiman's, buy them <laughs> in the little boys department and just, you know, I had a lady there and she would call um, me or my mom and say, okay, we just got a shipment. I'd, we'd run over and get them. And I think maybe I was the first person at my high school um, to wear them. And just, and I, I was totally into preppy. I think preppy is America. I, I, I think, um, you know, is American style. I think it's Ralph Lauren. I think it's, you know, just our total, what unites us is that we are, we have our own American style of, you know, it's, and it's preppy. It's just this fun American, you know, dressy casual, if you will, style, which I, you know, and I, we are preppy with our, with our pinks and greens and our, um, big Buffalo check gingham. I think that can be preppy too. For and, sure. You know, um, and our pretty Schumacher florals that we've done. So I, you know, I, I feel like I'm one of the original old preppies. I live in a 
you used to live in a white polo and khakis. You can't, but you can't go wrong with that. I think that's ultimate preppy style. If you are, you know, in a white, beautiful white blouse or white button down and great pair of, you know, khakis. And, you know, I, that's, you know, a little Navy blazer thrown on and, you know, that's timeless. So yeah. I, I like that. And I, I like to think that what we are designing is timeless. It's, uh, the fabrics that I choose are timeless. They're going to show up anywhere and still be relevant. So I think that's preppy. I think that's a great answer. Now, um, what are some other brands you love or people to follow on social media? Like give a shout out to three or so, um, you know, brands that you like to use with your products or influencers or people that just make you feel happy when you follow them. Oh gosh. Well, there, there, there are so many um and and I just love all the creatives. So I obviously we're doing a collaboration with Madcap, so I've got to get a shout out to those guys because they're just a hoot and so fun and then so yep. creative. It's I mean And amazing. they've been on the podcast too, so people can yeah, go listen to yeah, that yeah. too after. And, and, <laughs> I mean, I love um oh I, I love Meredith Lewis, I love Lori Burns and and they're amazing. I I love designer designer life mom Stephanie she is uh her she's beautiful I mean it just she transports you with her beauty and then other I mean I love Southern Tribute with Melissa I love Mary Caroline Spano I love Bobble Stockings Kate I mean she I love to follow Kate she's Mm -hmm. so fun and I love Hazen and Co I mean there are just so many um I love I love days with Darvini I I don't know her but I think she is um, I, I love her. I mean, there's just, there's so many, I mean, that's just a few to mention, but, um, you know, and I love anybody who's manufacturing here. I think yeah. it's, um, I, I think it's wonderful. And so I, again, they're just, I love to follow you. Uh, I love to follow Ren. I, I just, um, I, Ren, I just think that there's so many wonderful, um, people out there that are creatives and it's, it's just an amazing, it, it's, it's back in the eighties and nineties, you, you, you didn't know, I mean, you, you knew there were the creatives and you met them sometimes or you met them at market, that sort of thing. But to, this is the great thing to see them all together sort of on Instagram or, you know, in this world and to be able to talk to people that you never could talk to before and connect with them. That's, that's amazing. And that's one of the reasons why I wanted to get started again, because I, I wanted to be part of it. You know, even at my, you know, age, I thought, well, this is, this is, you know, this is everything. If I could have done this and connected with people like this and, you know, back in the late 80s or 90s, this would have been amazing. And I could at market, but you did it, you know, twice a year or four times a year. And then you went back and then you were sort of kind of isolated unless you were on the phone with them, you know. But now technology is just been so wonderful that you can, you know, I mean, technology has its ups and downs, but if you look at the, you know, positive, and I always try to stay positive, it, there's so many great things about it. And yeah. again, like Southern Sea, I don't think that would have been put together had we not had all this technology and, you know, bring all these creatives together. I, I'm so excited about that. I mean, it's just amazing. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. it's going to be a fun time. Yeah, and it, it's so amazing. great how we can, you know, all connect from all over the country with exactly. these like-minded exactly. people. So you sort of touched on some of this, but what's next? Are there any sneak peeks? Like you have a madcap cottage collection coming out. Anything else you want to talk about? 
we have, and we, we're probably going to do another. This is, Madcap is so successful. So we're probably going to do another collaboration with them. We, uh, we're, we I talked to, I've, I've got another artist from Palm Beach who I'm talking to. I don't want to say yet because we haven't done it. And I'll be in Palm Beach um, the week after next. So that's exciting. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do a little pop up there. And, um, and we have um, another little, handbag on the um, horizon that's going to be super super cute I just saw the sample um so constantly we have you know we are going to launch our shoe bag so we we have some fun things coming out I mean I sometimes I just do things like oh I need a shoe bag and we have a, a garment bag that we've got coming out too so we've got new pieces new product um yes I'm always designing I'm always you know uh, looking to collaborate with people and so it's just uh, yeah we have a lot of uh, fun things going lots and lots of fun hopefully that's I so can, exciting like, I love I the madcap pieces hopefully um, I can keep up. it's been that has been really really wonderful um at market it was on every order um and, and they retooled the fabric for us they shrunk it down so that it fit on our bags so it just so every piece has an amazing you know um Seen on it, which I yep. which I love. So yes, and it was hard to just pick one. I mean, <laughs> I, I didn't choose fast enough probably um, because I um, I couldn't. I was I just couldn't make a decision because every cause I, I'm passionate about upholstery fabric. So and it's just there's so many beautiful ones up there. But yeah. I love you know I love collaborating with people. I think it's just super fun. And yes, we've got like I said, we've got a an artist um, from Paul Beach that we're talking to. And, um, and yeah, we we're talking to a lot of people about collab. So exciting. Super fun. Yeah. So fun. now my final question is where can people find you? Let them know what your website URL is and your social media handle so they can shop, they can follow along all things Bunny Bradley. Well, we are at Bunny Bradley Designs on Instagram and then BunnyBradleyDesigns.com on our website. And we are going to retool our website coming up. They're working on it. We're going to ship. We're going to move over to Shopify um, and where we probably should have started, but we didn't, but we're going to get, we're going to get there. So anyway, um, and so that's exciting. So our website, but our website is on, it's current, it's great. And um, we are loading the new product as we speak this week on there. And so I always like to debut, um, you know, in Atlanta and then come back and debut again on our, you know, here on Instagram and on our website. So kind of keeps things going um so yeah so that's where they can find us and then we're on facebook at buddy bradley designs so if you just you know type in buddy we buddy bradley designs we come right up awesome well thank you so much this has been so fun learning more about you um and i can't wait to see you in person so so soon i know i'm so excited patricia thank you so much this has been wonderful thank you for having it having me thank you so much for listening to the preppy podcast I hope this put a little prep in your step for the day. Please subscribe, rate, and review on wherever you listen to your podcast. And follow along with at the Preppy Podcast on social media. 